was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, we're going to be talking about ChatGPT finally putting a price tag on it. Are you going to pay? Are you not? Meta losing about, what, $13.7 billion. Billion. Okay. Of course, we're going to be talking about America's favorite mom, Tabitha Brown, and break down the whole blueprint of her. And then loyalty versus elevation. We'll be talking hmm. about Moose. How are you feeling about this episode? Hey, these types of episodes tend to be my favorite ones. So y'all make sure to stay tuned for this one because I think I think we're gonna we're gonna cook up something special for this. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, this is powered by Ecamm Live, the all-in-one, number one streaming platform that everything that you see on Nikki and Moose is done on Ecamm Live. It has video isolation, it has audio isolation. It allows you to put text on this whole situation with a push of a button. It allows you to transition into video, into different scenes, all with a push of a button. And we are giving 14 days for free. Just go to www.nikkiandmoose.com slash ecam, E-C-A-M-M for your 14-day free trial. Hello. Moose, how we feeling? Damn, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Had a uh, really productive day on recording day. I was just telling you, got to work out in early, which is crazy because I haven't been working out on Saturdays. Saturdays is usually like a major errand day. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, we had a, a family meeting last week and we were like, yo, actually, it don't even make sense to do family day Saturday. Let's do it Sunday. It's like, oh, that's a phenomenal idea. Now I can dedicate my whole Saturday back selfishly to me right. and the podcast. Right. And that's a great deal. And so the first today was the first day of you know this this new schedule, and I was like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, this is a great move because uh, now we could we could really double down. So it's been good, man. Granted, it was five degrees out in New York, uh, a little crazy today, which yeah. which which is actually colder than the time you were here, yeah, no. in the beginning of the year where your thighs almost like yeah, no, we're saying? not. It's, listen, listen, <laughs> I can't. I've been really uh, thinking about this whole. Am I moving back to the tri-state area, New York? What What are we doing? And Let's then be neighbors, yeah. And then uh, you guys Do had. Nikki Moose. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when when you're when you're you're not so cold, right? Like once I saw there was oh there was something on Instagram. I gotta find it where like it was on like a dog tray or something, and the ice. Like the water turned into ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, said... I got a car wash yesterday, and by the time I drove the car from the car wash to the house, like, the, you know how, like, there's leftover water sometimes yeah. that will drip Icicles. down the door? That was frozen. No, I'm not I with it. I was like... 
No, 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 no. no. I'm not well, with may, it. I'm, maybe, maybe, you know, uh, we do have a few more spots on the podcast, by the way, open for sponsorship. So if you guys want to uh, sponsor, the, sponsor the podcast, then just make sure you send me an email at wherever Nikki tells you to send an email. And then that way we can have her be my neighbor on the East Coast, <laughs> New York, New Jersey. And she can keep a home in Virginia or somewhere warm. So she could, you know, it's been the best of both worlds. You get a better experience on a podcast. So, yeah. Uh, where can they send an email to Nick? Um, Nick Nikki at deeperthanthebrand.com. You can send an email. Um, I don't know for those particular reasons, but I really yeah, feel no, like just, Moose just should put, move somewhere warm. Ooh, but ooh. I'm just, I mean, like... Why? Why invite the person to the cold when you can invite the person to the warm? Like, that's true. That's true. I'm just, I respect it. I respect it. I said, I said for you to move somewhere warm. You're like, yeah, Nikki, move to the cold. And like, <laughs> where all the 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 jackets and the nine layers again? What? No. Oh, I just wanted us to be I wish, to I be wish, neighbors, I and then we could the do best. live podcast. Right, yeah, no, no. I mean, well, that's why I said you could keep the house in Virginia. For these crazy winter months, and then this ain't even, no, that's, that's why. No, because that's why it's not. It's not. More, that's why we're gonna get some more sponsors. Like we don't even do sponsors like that, with the exception of like one or two. We only rock with like a select few. Right, right. But we're gonna do some. Yeah, we're gonna do some more sponsors, and then you can have one house here, one house there, and then we get to do live podcasts together and be neighbors. It'll be a lot of fun. So that's cool. I, I see what you did there. I like that. Right? No, no, no. I I'm like trying. that. I'm that, trying, people. That's cool. I'm trying, people. You can't say I didn't try. <laughs> no, that that that's amazing. However, New York winters and BA winters are only like 20 degrees difference. Mm. It's not a dramatic, all right? Like I'm wishing you 70 degrees. Ooh. 65 okay. the most. Be on the beach you know, like be this. one of those okay. people that's yeah. like Oh my God, this is so cold. And it's like, what degrees is this? Like 50. 65. No, <laughs> that's not cold. Right? But oh man. Who yeah, am I to yeah. judge? I don't want to judge those people, but nah, shout out to love. the Cali people. Shout out to the Florida yeah. people that are just like, uh, oh, I need a cold whole jacket for 65. And th- listen, there's no judgment. Your cold is different than my cold, and that doesn't make it's it fact. right or wrong. However, you will get these jokes once in a while. I will say that, okay? Once in a while, hey. you'll get these jokes. But uh, no, I saw the I saw the weather. It made me rethink life. Um, appreciate where I am. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. My mom sent me this like uh, stat that Virginia is like the safest place in the U.S. One of the top safest place. Mm. And I was like, yeah, there's nothing really here to do you feel me like <laughs> people are just bored mom it's, i'm like well, what are you going to do here what yeah. are you gonna rob <laughs> everybody's military that's crazy so um oh, it's true yeah th- and there were some other stats of people trying to like i know you want to and, and it's always weird because it's like when i said out loud all right it's probably going to be moving back to the tri-state area. Once I said that, people all of a sudden, VA is great. VA is amazing. VA is doing this. Did you know you could yeah. do this in VA? Did you know this? How about all the good treats that are here? Where were you when I wanted to like VA? Where when I was were out you? Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. 
now that I want to leave, they're like, no, stay. We didn't even know you were here. Actually, let us book you for several mm. uh, speaking situations here. What? Uh, y'all no. can keep doing that part, though. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speaking <laughs> on her behalf. Y'all can, y'all can keep doing that part. Okay, we'll take care of the travel. Just, just make sure you keep doing that part. We'll take care of the rest. Let's get into this episode, though. Yay! How about that? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, man, what a day. So, let's get into what's popping. This segment is sponsored by Deeper Than The Brand, the number one content branding community that shows you how to confidently and authentically build a brand, grow a social media presence, and build digital wealth. Go to deeperthanthebrand.com for more information. Now, what's popping as far as chat GBT, okay? I'm not saying that several times because it's such a struggle for me. But now, the most talked about AI is finally putting a price tag to its uh, model, right? So there has been talks about uh, ChatGPT putting a subscription base on it. First price that came up was around the 40s. I believe it was like 42 or 47, right? And all it was going to do was allow you to get into ChatGPT when there's peak hours. So we've been seeing a lot when we try to go into ChatGPT, we can't, it's like overloaded, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Uh, it's supposed to move faster. You're about to process a lot faster. And you're supposed to get uh, priority to new features, which is cool. I don't think they got a great response to the 40 something dollars. So now they're saying it's going to be $20 a month for ChatGPT uh, Pro or Plus, whatever they want to call it, this paid subscription. Now, this does not mean you can't get in for free still. You can still get in for free. This is like a VIP access I'm seeing, right? It's not giving you anything new. Maybe just a little bit mm. faster process time. Shout out to Apple. Apple upsells us all the time on better battery life and faster phone. Maybe this is what they're doing. But for $20, are you willing to pay for ChatGPT? Yes or no? Or do they have to do something else as far as to get your money? For me, I think if it doesn't give me something new, I'm not necessarily going to pay for it. What I need, I could still do for free. Now, mm -hmm. I'm cool. Like, it is annoying when there is peak times. But at the end of the day, if I have patience... It comes back. Mm -hmm. Okay. It comes back. It's not so slow for me. It's not like oh, I'm waiting for so long for my answer. Like the most I waited for was like a minute. So mm. uh, will you pay the $20 for one? Uh, get in at the peak hours. Two, uh, faster respawn time. And three, Priority and first access to the new features that OpenAI is going to give. You let us know. I say, uh, not right now. Uh, Moose, what do you say? Man, it's really interesting. You know, immediately my mind is thinking, 
what other ways might they try to monetize if it's not subscription? You know, mm-hmm. I think Google went down the route of marketing and advertising. And so I would be tremendously curious to know, is there an opportunity to do something like that with ChatGPT? Mm-hmm. So I won't completely put that off. I think from a business standpoint, that is definitely a possibility that they'll explore something in that realm to let businesses come on and put money behind what they're doing. And so we'll see, maybe the, the, the technology stays completely free or access remains completely free, but they're making their money elsewhere. You got to imagine those. It, it's it's got to monetize somehow. I mean, it adds on it. Yeah. But adds yeah, yeah. on it. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It makes sense, right? Because I'm talking about, you're talking about some of the most hyper intelligent ads showing up to the exact per. I mean, yeah. It's, it oh, could be. you just gave them a model. <laughs> Open <laughs> AI, give Moose a check. I'm just saying, yeah, just give Moose a yeah. check. But it, unless they take away the free access, like, I, I will pay if they give away the free access. Like, it's completely done. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. pay the $20. Absolutely. I that see the value in ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. But if you're still going to give me access and the only thing that you're telling me is I get in all the time now and yeah. it's faster. No. I'm- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is such a critical moment for a lot of you know, hyper growth businesses when they take off better than they expected, right? Fastest growing tech company in the history of the world. I mean, they blew everybody up. I think they surpassed the hundred, the, I think, I think they're at a hundred million users now, not just 1 million users, a hundred million users. It's bananas what they're doing. And so now you got to configure out your business model and it can get really tricky because you might say, well, maybe we give people uh, X amount of searches for free per month. And if you do more, you've got to pay, right? Mm. It's like, it kind of, they, maybe they do a tier model. So there's like a lot of different ways that they can go. Me personally, I don't use it enough to say I would invest $20, but I'm paying attention to what they do to the business model. Cause I think that's going to be very interesting. So yeah, as Nick said, man, y'all let us know, are you paying the 20? Are you staying off? That would be interesting to know for sure. Facts. What you got, Moose? Man, stepping over into the business world today, we'll uh, make a pit stop on the tech side, actually. Uh, Meta's Reality Labs reports a loss of $13.7 billion on VR and AR last year. So they just had their earnings call. It's, It's crazy. Crazy. They just had their earnings call. At the time in which you're listening to this, it would be last week where they talked about how much money has been invested into that area, right? Obviously, this is for their hardware, like the Quest Oculus, as well as the Metaverse. But very interesting, right? One of the things that they did was they started to give the AR and VR investment its own, think of it as its own category or its own tab on their balance sheet. And so rather than just mixing it in with all of their other spending, it has its own line item. And so you're going to see Reality Labs, boom. And so, of course, if you're an investor or people who are paying attention to what the company's activity is, you're automatically going to zoom in and say, whoa, $13.7 billion, what's happening there? So that has always been something that's created some drawback from the people. But I want to give some numbers, right, to give you some context around this. And 
So they acquired uh, Oculus, which is the hardware company that actually gave them the opportunity to start building the metaverse for $2 billion back in 2014. They've continued to invest money regularly to build it to what you see now. But in the last two years alone, they dropped $10.2 billion into the division in 2021, $13.7 billion in 2022. And by the way, these are operating losses, meaning it's money that you're putting into the business and you're not making enough revenue back to cover that loss. And so you're talking about just in the last two years, somewhere close to 24 or almost $25 billion has been invested into Reality Labs in the metaverse. Crazy, right? Crazy. Now, in listening to what Mark Zuckerberg had to say about this, he's still very optimistic and continuing to do this. Right. Meaning that he's still going all in. He's going to continue to invest and put in money, regardless of the resentment that the investors are having toward him and the company for putting so much money toward this part of the company. But he's still all in. Now, for me, as a third party looking in and just evaluating, I, th I think of a couple of things. And I think here is where we can extract some lessons as business people building our brands or whatever it is as it relates to what we're doing. Number one, when you think about the hype that came out around the pandemic, I think it was 2020, 2021, when people really started jumping on Oculus and the metaverse, and we started to see that going off, virtual land, virtual real estate, all of this stuff, right? It was like all at once. Even then he was saying, hey, we're still about five years out. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're still about five years out. So let you know that he's thinking something differently than what the current landscape is showing. And so immediately, the lesson I extract from that is, are you willing to go all in on your business? Are you willing to go all in on your brand that even when the hype goes away, you're still dedicated to what you said you were going to do when you first started, right? Because right now, with these losses and the stock price plummeting the way it has, I think the stock price almost took a $200 hit. It's not as sexy to talk about virtual reality or AR and metaverse right now, but still locked in on that vision. So super great lesson for us to take right there. Second thing is he is looking at what is happening in AI. He's looking at all of these different things that's happening. And I love that he's not being a bandwagon fan and immediately dropping all of his chips and saying, oh, ChatGBT just got a hundred million users and they're the fastest company to ever do that. Let me leave everything and just go to AI. He's like, yo, let me stay dedicated to what I started back in 2014. And even where with where I am right now, I know I'm going to continue to invest up until the next three to five years. So again, with some of these moves, especially in the tech world, it's really unpredictable. But as business people, as brand builders, we have to step aside and just look and see what are the traits, what are the things that are, what are the moves that are being made that we can learn from. And I look at those two, right? Staying true to your mission, not getting distracted and jumping on to what's hot right now. Those are obviously two great lessons we can extract. So Mark, you know, we may disagree from time to time, but I appreciate those gems, my man. So of course we have a new 
Creator of the Week. Y'all been really liking these Creators of the Week, so shout out to y'all. Uh, this week, Creator of the Week is Rodney Brown. Uh, grew up in the projects. Uh, became a mom at the age of 16. College dropout, but now a multimillionaire entrepreneur and the very first solo lady of the EYL network. That needs some air horns. Okay. Fire. Look, and, and for those people who don't know what EYL network is, it's the Earn Your Leisure podcast network that they had created that has, uh, I mean, it's male dominated. We got Ian Dunlap, AKA the master investor, 19 keys. We have Matt, shout out to Matt, the MG mortgage guy. Uh, and so much more, but she is the first solo lady, okay? And actually came out with her first episode of Girl CEO Podcast. Now, she already had that podcast, very successful, was already charting, but now there's a partnership that I didn't even really see truly coming. Like, her first episode at EYL, like, being a guest was about two years ago. She's been ripping and running with different events like the United Masters and, of course, Invest Fest and some things that they have going on. But the podcast one actually makes some sense. We actually have a clip from that actual episode, which is a bit of a gem. Let's see if you catch it. Stop focusing on your friends. Focus on the people who you don't know. Yes. Focus on building that those part. new relationships. Yeah, fresh. We can't expect our yeah. friends to build our businesses, right? We have to build our businesses. It would be great if our friends supported us, but we have to stop putting the pressure on our friends to the point where we feel like they are supposed to revive. They're probably going to be the last businesses. person to support you because they're your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they know you kind of like this. So they're yeah. like, I mean, call me when it pops off. Like, call me for the grand opening. And that's Listen, she is completely representing for the ladies. So shout out to Ronnie Brown. We have a great relationship. Uh, she has an amazing following. Uh, nothing but love and respect for you, girl. Shout out to you, who is the creator of the week. Who she follow, Rodney? Um, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I, can't, Yo, I can't say. If, I can't if say there's what... anything about this creator of the week situation, <laughs> it's going to get <laughs> moose. To, shout out to uh, Glenn. He was like, I follow him now. I'm going to binge on him mm -hmm. now. So yeah, like... listen, we just try. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. If there's, you concentrate on one people, one person who is going to learn about the people, my person is Moose. So. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> hey, <dude. Yeah. laughs> but let's get into this blueprint. Man, this individual is, America's like favorite mom in this, uh, I would say in this decade right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tabitha Brown. I mean, two time Emmy nominated, two time New York Times bestseller, uh, having everybody excited or at least curious about the vegan lifestyle. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, social media, phenom, like Tabitha. If you don't know who Tabitha Brown is, you've been truly living under a rock. Uh, well, except for one person, my mom. My mom's like, I don't know her. I know. I know. But um, she has been doing some amazing things and it has truly shown, one, how it is to just be yourself, but two, like leveraging the uh, social media platforms to be creating a huge empire. But we're actually going to go about this in a little bit different way to where normally we talk about the blueprint in very tangible things. Like, this is exactly what they did. They hired this person. They used these platforms. They used this business model. But sometimes it's about being obedient. Sometimes it's about listening to something that's just a little bit higher than us that can truly take us to new levels. Now, she was on the Know For Sure podcast with uh, B. Simone and, and Megan a little bit back talking about what happened to her when uh, she was ill. And it's very interesting, and I kind of want to break that down. And so I had what I called my last call out, my my final call out to him. And I said, you know, God, if you heal me, you can have me. When I had this dream, I saw myself on a show, but the screen was small. And I just remember waking up thinking, how was I on the show and I'm not auditioning and Mm -hmm. I'm not doing stand-up anymore? But I know what I saw, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it was a phone. <laughs> and so I prayed and I asked God wow. to reveal that to me because I know my dreams. They, Are, they, they come they true. They tell me things, yeah. you know? And so in prayer, wow. I heard him say, start doing videos. And I was like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> and those videos, when you heard the small screen, was what we see on the phone. And... Her first viral video was 2017 while she was an Uber driver. Crazy. Crazy. Right? And I, I think I wanted to bring it up today because um, I don't think we really cover people's success in, in this way because I think we mentioned it maybe in the live once in a while, but I I truly believe and I would love what Moose would have to say that any idea, anything that we uh, get in our mind to build, I don't think that's a coincidence, but Mm -hmm. I think it's our decision if we are going to be obedient to that or not. Right. To whatever you guys believe we're, you know, both of us are spiritual. So, but I truly believe that, We are here for a reason. The things that we create is for a reason and for specific people. And the fact that she said, yo, you know, if you heal me, I am yours. All right. Like do as you must. And then he said, yo, uh, create videos. (laughs) What? Why am I? Why am I going to create videos? What? What are you talking about? Like, don't I got to audition? No, create videos. But because she was obedient, she created videos every single day, no matter where she was, to now she has an influence to over millions of people. Like her her Instagram is about 
uh, 4.2 million. Her TikTok is 5 million as we're as we're speaking right now. Her YouTube is uh, 925K with millions and millions of views. All because she was obedient. That's powerful. I, That's powerful. I, yeah, let's go back and forth yeah. with this because once you yeah, start, yeah. you know, I go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's powerful, man. I mean, I, I just think about, you know, and of course, everyone is entitled to their own religious faith or beliefs. But I, I know as as for me and mine, man, I'm, I'm so grateful God is not a deal maker, you know, because I, I, I immediately as I heard her say that, you know, my mind went back to the times I would get in trouble at school and I would make these pleads with God, like, God, if you just get me out of this one. <laughs> it's like over just the dumbest this, things just this too. one yeah like god i swear i'm not gonna do no wrong and it's like man it's it's i'm grateful though and, and i think moments like this and, and listening to someone's story and really share it through that perspective it just shows you that you know there's it can't it's it's gonna come from you but it's not just going to be you like it's not gonna be only you there's another power there's another layer that you unlock the minute you start looking that's the beautiful thing you'll be surprised what you find you might you might be someone who's like man i've never had a relationship with the creator i've never had a relationship with god but have you looked mm. have you taken a moment have you taken a moment to just search have you listened not even I mean, not even that have you listened yeah yeah because sometimes it's not yeah. even when you're seeking for it it's like you're hearing and it's like nah Nah, that's what I said. Like, are you obedient mm -hmm. to it? Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, because I mean, and again, not not to just make it about me, but, but I'm gonna make you. it about me. Yeah, but make it about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it about me. Uh, I I I still just remember, like, man, it's, it was so difficult growing up in America trying to maintain my faith as as a Muslim, you know, because mm -hmm. I spoke Arabic at home, but the Arabic that the Quran was spoken in or read in, it wasn't the Arabic that I understood. It's like, think of it as uh, street talk or street lingo versus mm -hmm. formal language. And it were, they were so different to me that I just couldn't understand it. And so I knew that that's what I had to do was the right thing to do, but I didn't understand it. And then, man, suddenly out of nowhere, like you said, seek, listen. Uh, I started to come across people who were speaking in ang English and teaching in English. The rest was history, bro. That's actually, in a lot of ways, how I came in contact with E. Like before everything, mm -hmm. it was it was my 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 biggest and earliest interaction with E was was faith uh, related. It wasn't you know anything else that that really drew it together. And so like bringing those two pieces together and looking for those examples, it's just unlocked unlocked a whole lot. So. That's powerful, man, to see that her journey started at that, too. It's like, man, I'm in a bad situation, right. but I'll surrender and make way for me. So powerful. Yeah. And my whole thing, especially um, as of lately, the, when, when I go live, it's just telling people like, yo, the, the ideas aren't in our heads for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I go from the, like, the avenue and the, the angle of when we talk about producing content when it comes to my end, 
Like there's some things that we're told to create and we allow doubt and mm. insecurities to kind of like, nah, that's not going to be good. I'm not going to put that out. When we talk about uh, businesses, right? The simplest things, I, and, I'll, and I'll be transparent about this. Uh, when we, and this is more of an after show convo, but we could talk about it here. Um, when we were talking about merch for Deeper Than The Brand and coming up with a separate name, um, I was looking up, like, of course, Nipsey quotes. Hello. <laughs> I was looking up Nipsey quotes and uh, the word pressure came and I put create pressure and I was like, that can't be it. Like, it can't be that simple. Right. Mm. And it was so available. And I was like, yo, what if I would have passed that? Like, oh, it's simple. Somebody's already done it. Like the doubt that I had overpowered the idea and the thought that was just snapped into me. You feel me? Like, so I'm, I'm big on the whole, like these ideas, no matter how big or small they are from a business side, from a branding side, content side, like we just have to be obedient because it's told to us for a reason. It's not told mm. for no other reason than for us to execute on it. And it, we may not see the results right away. And I think that's where in, in this kind of decade, we have that instant gratification scenarios yeah. that happen all the time. And when I talk about it from a content standpoint, I'm like, you don't know who that's supposed to affect that day when we're supposed mm -hmm. to put it out, when we're told to create it and put it out. And because we're not seeing the results right away with quote unquote, what society says is, is uh, working from a like to a, to a view, to a comment or whatever. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And so we're, when we're looking at tab and, and God told her, yo, create videos and she was making it. And we're actually going to go over a clip of this in the after show where uh, talking about her first viral video done in, a, in, in an Uber uh, as an Uber driver, she had already created like two years worth of content that no one was watching. Wow. But because God told her, yo, make this, make videos. And she did that. When the video finally did go viral, then people went back to it and she blew up. <sighs> but if she would have waited, like, okay, I'm going make, this video oh, it didn't hit. I'm not going to do it no more. I don't know what, what we're talking about. And let's say maybe she did do one that, that worked. She wouldn't have had that body of work that would have allowed followers to stay. So it's so important to just stay like true to what you hear and obedient and execute on it rather than allowing the doubt because that's a whole other side that mm -hmm. isn't the higher power talking to us like nah you can't do it nah it's too simple somebody's already done it no one's gonna care yo you've already had so many uh 
videos, businesses fail, so many other things fail. It's not going to work this time. Like we got to stop and kind of drown that out because everything is done for a reason. So I, I, I wanted to state that, but if you wanted, you know, no, where to go that's, no, that's so well said, man. So well said. I like that. Obedience. It is what it is. But mm -hmm. also when it comes to tab, when we look at some of the deals, she did a, a huge deal with target. I believe yeah. it started last year or uh, the second part of it at least came out last mm. year um the the commercials the paid advertisement she's been killing it but there's something that doesn't change when she does do these deals and that's her like she doesn't conform into what the brand wants she doesn't conform into what themes is what success is to maybe a, a black female or a, a social media influencer of some sort, right? And so she actually spoke about that in an interview that we wanted to go over. So let's listen to it. Realizing that I never really had to change who I was, mm -hmm. you know, working in like corporate America, working in jobs, I, you know, I worked in call centers mm -hmm. and uh, I worked at staffing agencies and uh, contract manufacturing, I did shipping logistics, I did all these jobs, um, but I was always like conforming. Mm -hmm. And I would code switch and change my voice because most of the time I'm the only black or mm -hmm. only black woman, especially even when I got into acting in LA, mm -hmm. I was told that. And so um, I realized that I never had to do that, mm -hmm. right? This tab works. Eesh. So what's What's crazy, I think all of us has made that mistake of trying to fit the mold. Mm -hmm. Like all of us has. I think when you jump into something new and you're not really sure uh, how to make it work, you just kind of go based off what you've seen or the blueprint or the SOP, whatever it is. Um, and and this is why I truly enjoy social media because as at some point you're gonna have to be yourself at some point because yep. if at least if you're consistent at some point you're gonna have to be yourself because you can't go that many days being fake you mm. can't there's wow. no way not from a time. Uh, situation, not from an energy situation, and not from a money situation. It is expensive to be fake. From all three of those levels. And so, the fact that she realized, yo, me being me, the, the family person that I am, the vegan that I am, the jolly person, the faith-based person, um, you go, if you want to work with me, you're just going to have to accept me for who I am because I have a following that accepts me for who I am. And I know you're going to want to be in front of this, right? I, I'm, I'm thinking now, like she's a two time New York's, uh, times bestseller mm -hmm. based off her following. This isn't where before 
where you had to do so many different radio runs and everything like that. She probably did a few for promotional situations, but she knew her following was going to get her on the list. I say that because brands see that. Big name companies see that. And they're like, you know what? I don't want you to change anything. Do exactly that because that's going to bring your people to our company to buy our stuff. Stay right there. Don't, Do just that. Whatever you mm-hmm. did right there. You you want to talk all veganish? Go ahead. We're coming up with some random vegan meat right now. Hold up. Right? Like, yeah. please just stay there. So it's important to learn from our mistakes. That's that's like regardless if you hear it from us, regardless if you do your own research on some of these uh celebrities and influencers and how they've all made mistakes of trying to be a certain kind of way and and then changing to who they really are. Um prime example Beyoncé. Mm. Prime example She totally accepted the introverted ways later down the road before she was out there. Okay, I'm in a group. Let me do these. But once she became solo and got control of her her career. Oh, you you don't know she introverted. She very low key and her career has shown that. Are you being your true authentic self and having the patience for the success that that's going to bring? critical critical yeah yeah uh what's what's beyonce's uh alter ego is it sasha or something like that yeah sasha fierce yeah 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 it's crazy but there's there's some serious psychology behind that that as much as we may think like oh really that's like it's just that simple you just call yourself sasha fierce and you automatically become this woman that every person looks up to and admires and you know, it's crazy over. It's like, yeah, there's there's some incredible psychology that can really get you to change your mind, especially around the way you see yourself, which by the way, when most people are forced to be inauthentic or not really being themselves, it's not because of who they are, because we've all been created the same way, right? But it's because of the way we see ourselves or the perspective and the idea that we have around who we are and how we are. And so the minute you start to just understand, you know, why and how, and you start tapping into who a little bit more, you start to make it a click. But for sure, unless you unlock that, you're going to always make changes. You know, I, I, not, much, not much that I can say uh, on top of what you said, Nick, especially when it comes to social media. But I know I could like think back over many different phases of my life where I was a different person, you know, than who I really was. Not out of desire, not out of will or desire, but from out of pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like when you want something so bad, you start to 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 almost think that there's no way this version of me would ever be worthy or deserving of that. Hey, maybe if y'all listening to this and that's not your experience, then great. But I know for me, and I'm sure there's people listening to this, like, yo, that's real. I never feel that. I can achieve success or be worthy of it being the version that I am right now. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I make. Cause I think about back, I think back to my time on wall street, 
And I, I said this multiple times that on Wall Street, my job was to cold call business owners so that we can get our service into, you know, that particular businesses and work with them. And after the first, I want to say month, I wasn't having the success that I really wanted. And so I went to my manager. I said, hey, I think that I need to change my name. I said, you know, I think it's weird. Or at least I'm still, I'm thinking, right? I put this idea in my mind, whether or not it was true. I feel that me calling these businesses and them hearing that there's a Mustafa on the phone, there's an automatic rejection versus if my name was different. This is, this is crazy, y'all. Like, I, I'm literally starting to tie these really? pieces back. Yeah, yeah, I kid you not. I changed my name on the phone because I, that, like, they didn't see me. It's not like, you know, we were on Zoom calls. This was before Zoom. We didn't have to be on, on with someone virtually. This was just calling the business. And so I'm, I'm seeing people make crazy sales, making crazy money, at least, so, at least or so I thought at the time, right, a, a year or so out of college. And I'm trying to really make certain things happen for our family. And I went to my manager. I said, yeah, I'm going to change my name on the phone. I'm going to change my name to Simon. And I legit, and I don't know how I came up with Simon. It was weird. I, I don't know. Okay. Strange, right? <laughs> He's a Simon. Weird. What? Yeah, legit. And then I started calling these businesses and I said, started saying Simon. Now you would think that if the name was really the issue, my results or my outcomes would have been completely different after I had, quote unquote, changed my name. Nothing changed. All right. Mm. I failed at that job miserably. You know, I was out of there within eight months. It wasn't what I thought it was that was making me unsuccessful. It's what I thought of myself. You feel me? And, and the minute you start to just, you know, you get to the point where you're just like, yo, I'm tired of acting. Like I'm tired of being everything that I think people want me and expect me to be. I'm just tired of doing that. I don't want to act anymore. I just want to be me. And it's crazy how when you just get to that point, just things start opening up for you because that's who, we were, who you were supposed to be all along. Like they didn't want Simon or what you thought you had to be. They didn't want that. They wanted you. Just be you. And the right opportunities will fit. Like they will make room for you. Those right opportunities will start to fit in a way that you, you would think it's like tailor-made for you. But it won't happen. Those opportunities won't find you until you stop acting, until you finally just embrace it. Like, yo, okay, I'm done. And you're already taking a risk. Like, for real, you're already taking a risk. If you're thinking like, man, what's the risk that's associated with me being the real me? Do you know the risk that's associated with you continuing to not be the real you? If you knew how, how, how much riskier that was, you would be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm through acting. I'm through code switching. I need to be me. Like there is so much banking on you being you that if you really sat down and analyzed and understood that, you would not go another day or take another step trying to be someone you're not. It's that serious, y'all. <laughs> it's that serious. I, I, I need a... I need what? to clip that part right there. I need to clip that part. See, That's, okay, so can, can we, can we talk honestly? Yeah. Hold on, can yeah. we talk honestly? Because here, yeah. let, let's talk about the strategy of this. I, I'm going to go more into this, the after show, but can we talk about the strategy of this episode real quick? Because I really <laughs> thought 
the God talk would get him to do that. He went off on this part. Oh, I'm yeah. done. Y'all, if, <laughs> if y'all don't think this is one, one of the top episodes right there. Uh, I don't yeah. listen, listen that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to this next segment. So let's Jesus. go. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, somebody got, somebody got saved right there. Sheesh. Uh, okay. So <laughs> this or that section. All right. Hello. Uh, this segment is sponsored by the flight assessment, flightassessment.com. Discover your personal superpower and learn how to use your superpower to become a master communicator, strengthen all your relationships and develop the self-awareness you need to fulfill your highest potential. Moose, can you set us up for this, uh, this or that, please. Yeah, so uh, I'm a huge fan of Shaq, business-minded Shaq especially. And I'm on YouTube earlier in the week, and Shaq talks about an experience where, as we all know, Shaq is a business mogul. I mean, he owns multiple brands, Reebok. He owns the Muhammad Ali brand, which blew my mind because I literally sat here a couple of days ago, side note, I was like, yo, I want to partner with the Muhammad Ali brand. And then before you know it, Shaq is the owner of that brand too. So crazy, right? He owns so many different brands that you would have never thought about, but a business, I mean, phenom, literally just phenomenal what he's done. But he talked about early in his career, he would go into these business meetings and because of his athleticism or who he was on the basketball court, of course, the executives would know who Shaquille O'Neal is. Mm -hmm. So they would say, they would greet him, say, welcome, whatever, and then they would start acting some kind of way. So anyway, he realized that he had to learn, right? Or get more educated to make something happen. So he was faced with a challenge when he was trying to pursue his degree. And so he had to make a decision. So this clip will really tell the full story and get us set up. I noticed that every time I go to a business meeting, the, the guys who were doing deals with would be like, hello, Shaq, how are you doing? And then they would turn away and look at my lawyers and my accountants and all those guys. So I said, oh, you guys don't think I'm in charge. You guys don't think I understand the lingo. So I went and got my master's, uh, University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix is an online program mostly, but I went to the head officials and said, I don't want to do it online. I want somebody to teach me in a class. And they came back and said, unfortunately, we can't set up a classroom for one guy. You need 15 people. So I paid for 15 of my friends to get their master's. <laughs> Eesh. Sheesh. I love it. I love it. Immediately, I thought, phenomenal story, right? Like, I actually wanted people to hear that story. It's like, that's so dope. But my mind also went to, you know, there's two frames of references here, Nick. So you have the idea that you got to be with your day ones no matter what happens. Like you, like you got to be, you got to do like Shaq did. We got to take them to school with you. You got to pay for them. You got to do what you got to do. Or you have to let go of the people you started with to get to the next level. Like who you started with isn't going to get you to the next place. Like we've heard both of these ideas. And so I really just wanted to have a conversation about loyalty versus elevation. Mm. Is the approach to be loyal to those day ones, despite of some of the maybe things that we know they struggle with and they may be an inconvenience to where we're going to some capacity or at least haven't fully come to terms on their full potential just yet? Or is it more important to just elevate at all costs 
and you got to keep up. We could be friends, but maybe not business partners or business associates. So, yeah, I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on that, man. What What do you think? Is it loyalty or is it elevation? Um, that's that's a tough one because I'm a loyal person, right? I'm yeah. Very loyal, very loyal to a fault. Um, however, I, I think I've I've come to the terms of uh, elevation. Because you have to show the day ones what it can be. And you can't mm. give them what it can be. So, like, they're, and pl- how do I put this? Because I, I recently went through this situation where, you know, you can only hope that a, a day one is on the same page. Right. You can only hope. But we have to remember uh, we're all made differently. And so maybe at one time we were on the same page. One may have had to go back a page. As you go forward, it doesn't make them bad. It doesn't, you know, take away the love that there there was. But. You can't stop what you're doing because of the things they're doing. And so Mm. you can only hope that eventually they will catch up. You know, I I have I have one where I'm like, I hope one day you will um, you will catch up. You'll see. And then we could do we could do stuff again. This would be great. But right now and and I'm I'm. Speaking more from, I could separate friends and business, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very hard to do sometimes. Yes. Um, but I learned that last year. Learned that last year. Um, and I could stay the friend, but the business, there are certain things that need to be checked off. And so as I'm going up in the business route, if you have to stay behind, that's okay because I know the other half of me, the friend side, is still going to be there. Mm. So am I really leaving? No. So this is where my loyalty side is still true. I'm not leaving. But from a business side, you're not entitled to anything that I do unless it's in writing. Uh, but, or unless I'm really, really dope with you because <laughs> I'm just words person like what i mm-hmm. say it is that's what it is but i really respect the people that i can elevate with because it will help me down the line with the day ones so I'll probably eventually i'll still come back yeah but i still i need to find that crowd of people that i can elevate with the, that crowd and and sometimes i don't find that Sometimes it's very lonely, but that mm. doesn't stop me from elevating because I don't necessarily have a person or a group of people. And I think that's what hurt me before because I didn't have that. I just wanted somebody to. So I started to bring the day ones and they weren't ready. Wow. So wow. that's a transparent. Yeah, that's uh yeah, no, that's real. That's real. I mean, I, I definitely resonate with, you know, and they always say that, right? Like, leadership is lonely or 
mm-hmm. it's lonely at the top, that kind of thing. And I, and, and I do believe that while as much as we don't want it to be, the truth is in the beginning, it is, right? Yeah. Because especially if you're first generation, if you're the first one to break through, you're experiencing a lot of things that people around you or those who you grew up only imagined, maybe even didn't imagine that that would be something that's possible for them. And so you're the first one to walk through that door, go through that gate, and you have to now try to really interpret all of this and make sense of it to those who you grew up with or those who you consider friends and you're loyal to. So it's a it's a completely unique circumstance altogether. But yeah, I'm torn between this one, to be honest with you, because I like you. I like, like you, like- He likes me, people. <laughs> that was, I don't know why, after I said it, I was like, wait, why is that? <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I, similar to you. Made, made a statement, people. He likes me, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's real. But um, no, but, but I too am very, very loyal. It, mm-hmm. It's, I can't even shake it. I, I think that it almost feels- like you're committing a sin and like it's mad dramatic for me for some reason where it's like how could you i don't know it you don't understand i just start making up crazy things like no it's because you're not around us that's why you don't get it but right right i too like Like we can say whatever we want but you can't all right yeah no you're not allowed to do that let me let me let me talk bad you just don't you You don't say anything you're not allowed because then you don't understand i only i understand (laughs) only yeah only (laughs) i understand it's crazy man and 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 you know, you, I see a lot of benefits from being loyal because mm-hmm. from one side of it, I think some people, as you mentioned, just are not ready. And having someone who's so committed and continues to break all the, the chains and the barriers around them to show them an example of what can really be done and how they can probably even do it better. Because the crazy thing is, I think about even some of those people who are not operating at their fullest potential. And I, and shout out to the flight assessment for sponsoring this segment. Cause it, it, it's like, so flight assessment talk that we're talking right now. Right. I, you just got to go to take the flight assessment to know what I'm talking about. But I look at some of those folks and it's usually those types of people who I'm like, my goodness, do you realize how brilliant you are? Like, do you understand what you've done? Do you know how valuable you are? And you're the, like, why can't you, and I think I've said this to you one time and it started to sound really weird, similar to the, I like you. It's just crazy how these things come together. But uh, I I was like, yo, if, (laughs) I was like, if you could see yourself through other people's eyes, you would, you would, you would just be like, really? That's what you think of me? And and I know it can be frustrating. And this is why, by the way, I feel a lot of people start to say they start to cheat on loyalty and jump into elevation. Mm-hmm. It's because no matter what they say, it can be difficult to convince the other person of the potential that, they, that you see in them. And at some point, you just get tired of trying to convince. It's like, yo, I'm, I don't know what else I need to tell you that this is not because I feel bad for you. It's not just because I love you. I got love for you, but it's not like you're really, truly talented, but I don't know why you don't see it in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's that, that makes it difficult. Like if, if that wasn't there, I would be loyalty all day, but it's that part right there that makes it so difficult to stay loyal 
and have to choose elevation and maybe work with some people who you don't necessarily care for and love and all this stuff, but you're like, you know what? Okay, fine. It makes sense business-wise. Let's just make it work. And you do the politically correct thing. But I haven't found the way, I think I'm close, but I haven't fully found the way other than just wait until eternity and hopefully you, you don't you know, pass on <laughs> in the meanwhile, while you're waiting, but I haven't found a way to break through that part. It's to really get that particular group, like one particular group. And I'm not going to say it because I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but that particular right. group to really just buy into who they are and all of their greatest gifts. So I'm torn between loyalty and elevation. I know where I get stuck and have to jump on the other one, but it's a, it's a tough this or that. This is a fact. Listen, people, let us know what you think. Uh, put in the comments, uh, email us, whatever you want to do. Uh, loyalty uh, versus elevation. Where do you stand on that? Okay. Now, uh, of course, I you listen to the end of this and I appreciate you. Okay. Got some things to tell you. Uh, one, please check out Creator Av. It drops Every Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern, right? It is uh, the intersection of branding and business. And we are literally giving the house to this whole building your own empire. Uh, everything from preparing your yourself for business, everything from the content strategies, the branding strategies, product services, the whole nine. Go check out Creator Av. Um, every Tuesday... We do a YouTube live, 8 p.m. Eastern. So go check that out. And then, of course, uh, the after show. If you love and support us, uh, go to the after show. Drops on Wednesdays. And uh, it's only Apple Podcasts. So if you don't have Apple Podcasts, go get you an iPad. Get you, get you, use you a Mac and uh, subscribe to the after show. That's all I got. But anyways. And follow us on all social media platforms at Nikki and Moose. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's LinkedIn. That's YouTube. That's everything. Twitter. That whole nine. Uh, Moose, final words. Yeah, man. Listen, you can't change what you don't understand. So whether it's a problem, a particular situation, and most definitely a person, in this case, I'm talking about you. If you're unhappy with the way your life looks like right now, you're not going to be able to create a new reality until you start to understand yourself at a deeper level.